The pathway of airflow begins in the nasal slash oral cavity, pharynx, larynx, epiglottis, glottis, trachea, bronchioles, and alveoli. The upper respiratory tract consists of the nose, nasal cavity, sinuses, and pharynx. The lower respiratory tract consists of the larynx, trachea, bronchial tree, and lungs. Ventilation is the act of taking air in and out, while respiration includes ventilation but takes it to a cellular level. Nasal conchi divides cavity into passageways that are lined with mucous membrane and help increase the surface area available to warm and filter incoming air and create turbulence, which helps in the filtering process. We sniffle because particles trapped in the mucus are carried to the pharynx by ciliary action, swallowed, and then carried to the stomach, where gastric juices destroy any microorganisms in the mucus. Sinuses reduce the weight of the skull and serve as a resonant chamber to affect the quality of voice. The larynx is an enlargement in the airway superior to the trachea and inferior to the pharynx. It helps keep particles from entering the trachea and also houses the vocal cords. The upper pair are the false vocal cords and the lower pair are the true vocal cords. Changing tension on the vocal cords controls pitch while increasing loudness depends on increasing the force of air vibrating the vocal cords. During normal breathing, the vocal cords are relaxed and the glottis is in a triangular slit. The epiglottis closes off the trachea. During swallowing, the false vocal cords and epiglottis close off the glottis. Laryngitis is inflammation of larynx, which houses the vocal cords. The inner wall of the trachea is lined with ciliated mucous membrane with many goblet cells that serve to trap incoming particles. This means it's pseudostratified. In the trachea, the membrane in the back serves to hold the trachea open so the esophagus can expand into the space of the trachea as food is being swallowed and then compressed out of the way when returning to normal breathing. The mediastinum is the space inside the chest cavity where the heart sits. The visceral pleura attaches directly to the lungs and the parietal pleura attaches to the chest cavity. The right lung has three lobes, and the left has two, leaving space for the heart. Muscles involved in expanding the thoracic cavity, or inspiration, include the diaphragm and the inner external intercostal muscles, which pull the ribs up and out. As the lungs expand in size, surfactant keeps the alveoli from sticking to each other, so they do not collapse when the internal air pressure is low. At about the eight-month mark, babies start making surfactant. Preemies have a lack of surfactant, which cause respiratory problems. The steps of breathing in are to expand the thoracic cavity, which expands lung volume to decrease pressure. When breathing out, non-forced expiration requires no muscles. Forced expiration, however, requires muscles. The forces of expiration are due to the elastic recoil of the lung and muscle tissues and from the surface tension within the alveoli. Forced expiration is aided by thoracic, internal intercostals, and abdominal wall muscles that compress the abdomen against the diaphragm. Tightening abdominal muscles push against the diaphragm, pushing it even higher, 
which increases the space in the chest cavity and decreases the pressure. Parasympathetic is rest and digest versus sympathetic, which is fight or flight. Both play roles in breathing. Chemosensitive areas, central chemoreceptors, are associated with the respiratory center and are sensitive to changes in the blood concentration of carbon dioxide and hydrogen ions. If either carbon dioxide or hydrogen ion concentrations rise, the central chemoreceptors signal the respiratory center and breathing rate increases. Peripheral chemoreceptors in the carotid sinuses and aortic arch sense changes in blood oxygen concentration, transmit impulses to the respiratory center, and breathing rate and tidal volume increase. So central chemoreceptors detect CO2, whereas peripheral chemoreceptors detect O2. A number of factors favor increased diffusion, more surface area, shorter distance, greater solubility of gases, and a steeper partial pressure gradient. Smoking causes thickening of lining. Longer distance is harder to diffuse across. A deficiency of oxygen reaching the tissues is called hypoxia. Carbon monoxide poisoning occurs because hemoglobin would rather bond and the bonds are stronger and better with carbon dioxide and remain stable in areas where the concentration of oxygen is low. This means you slowly suffocate. Carbon dioxide may be transported dissolved in blood plasma as carb-aminohemoglobin or as biocarbonate ions. Most carbon dioxide is transported in the form of bicarbonate. A pneumothorax is a collapsed lung. A pneumothorax occurs when air leaks into the space between your lung and chest wall. This air pushes on the outside of your lung and makes it collapse. A humonomothorax is the accumulation of air and blood in the pleural cavity between the lungs and pleura, which is the membrane surrounding them. It is most frequently caused by trauma or blunt or penetrating injury to the chest. When the chest wall is injured, blood, air, or both can enter the thin fluid-filled chest space surrounding the lungs, which is called the pleural space. As a result, the functioning of the lungs is disrupted. Hemonumothorax is a combination of two medical conditions, pneumothorax and hemothorax. There are two functions of the larynx. One is it houses the vocal cords, which produce sound, and it closes the glottis and epiglottis. Hyperventilation decreases the respiratory rate by decreasing the carbon dioxide level, which slows the respiratory rate. This is a parasympathetic response. Oxyhemoglobin becomes unstable and releases its attached oxygen, which stimulates blood to release oxygen to tissues. Glottis opens into the windpipe and is responsible for the production of sound, and the epiglottis is a cartilaginous flap on top of the glottis that prevents the food from entering the larynx.